everyone, I'm Amanda. And I'm Jackie. Welcome, Welcome to, to Everyday, Everyday Anxiety. Anxiety, where we talk about our everyday lives facing anxiety. Before we start, we just want to say that we are not licensed therapists. And the content we are talking about may be triggering for some. If you find yourself in a tough place where you feel as though you can't go on, please contact the Suicide Prevention Hotline at 800-273-8255. So today we are going to talk about food. Food. Yay. (laughs) Food. So great. Tell me about your current relationship with food. Oh, no. That's the question we're starting (laughs) off with today. (laughs) Current relationship with food, I would say, is pretty poor. (laughs) If you guys don't know, which you shouldn't at this point, um, (laughs) I actually have an eating disorder that I am just now diagnosing probably within the last couple months. I always just thought it was... Uh, I didn't really want to eat here, there, and oh, it's just stress. Or Then I talked to my therapist, and she said, well, it's probably not the best. Um, maybe we should work on that. <laughs> so I would say that my food intake is up and down at times. Is there a name for it? Um, it's, I think what they call it is restrictive, restricting and binging. I believe um, I might be wrong on that, so don't hold me to it. But I believe it's restricting and binging. So what happens is if I get stressed or if I – most of the time it's revolving around stress and anxiety. If it's higher than usual, then I will stop eating for a day or two. And when I say stop eating, I mean pretty much completely cut out everything. So I'll have water that day. Sometimes I will, if I need, really, if I need anything, then I'll have, like, chips or something small just to, like, kind of hold me over. Because, yes, your body does need food. (laughs) Um, But then a lot of people think of food disorders in either bulimia or anorexia, which are only two of the very, very many different food disorders there are. Those were the only two that I was aware of until I started talking to you and then looking into it. I was like, wow, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. But binging basically just means you're eating a lot at one sitting. So, and I can look up the definition a little bit later, but basically that's what that is. So for me, I would restrict for like a day or two. Basically, I, if I wanted to eat, the feeling is, is of, it's very hard to explain, but the feeling is of like, I'll get hungry. But I'll convince myself I'm too tired or I'm too quote unquote lazy, but I'll just be too tired to get up and make something or I don't want to make something or it's too much effort to do this or that when really it's just like that's how you feel and that's how you talk about it. But like really there's so many underlying things, which I have not gotten all the way through yet in my personal life. So mm-hmm. I, do, I do not know all of the things that are causing this for me, but it's a lot of it comes from stress. I do know that much. So with the election, with COVID, with everything like that, I've definitely been more stressed, which causes more restrictive eating. Mm. And then when my body just gets so hungry, that's where the binge comes in. So I'll just get like after a day or two, I'll get so hungry that I'm like, I just need to eat a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I'll have a really big meal. And then I can kind of that kind of lasts me for a little bit longer. 
so then I can go another day or two. By the way, I'm not condoning this, so I do not yeah. <laughs> do not want others to do this. Um, aware this is an issue. Yes. <laughs> we, we are aware that this is not a healthy relationship yes. with food. But because it has affected you negatively. Yes. You almost fainted, right? Yes. Because of not eating mm-hmm. and yes. low energy. Yep. I get low energy, fatigue. I get a little bit dizzy sometimes mm-hmm. if I stand up too quickly. Basically, you're, you're not giving your body fuel. Right. So, you know. When you don't give your body fuel, it's not going to help you. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be doing anything for you. So I am working on this currently. But what it's come down to for me was that I always had this thought around food of it's good or bad. Mm. So if I'm eating something fast food wise, okay, so say I go to Taco Bell or McDonald's or Burger King or literally any fast food place that you can think of. It's just bad. It's you label terrible. it as bad food. It's mm-hmm. bad food. There's nothing good. You could get a salad and it's still bad because it came from any of these places. It's bad, which is wow. not true <laughs> for mm-hmm. those of you out there that are feeling that way. It's not true. And then I also, on the flip end, would think if I made something at home, it's good. Mm. You know, I made this at home for myself. It's just me. It's good. Also not true. (laughs) (laughs) But good and bad are, they're moral terms. Good or bad means that if you think of it in your life, not not regarding food, like you are a good person or a bad person. So morally Mm -hmm. good or morally bad. Food is not moral, Mm -hmm. does not have morals. So it cannot be good or bad. Food can be more or less nutritious for you, but it cannot be good or bad for you. So that right now is what I'm working on. Yes, more nutritious foods are awesome, but it doesn't mean that you can't have less nutritious foods. Exactly. So that's that's my life with food currently. How do you feel about food? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Well, before I dive into me real quick, um, I wanted to say that I really have, I really appreciate that perspective of changing it to nutritious versus less nutritious because yeah, my whole life, same thing, like food is good or bad and I'm a good person for eating a salad or I'm a bad person for eating some ice cream. I mean, that's how I would have such an issue, like a bad relationship with my food and then just, you know, feel guilty after treating myself to something. Right. And so, you know, it wasn't a a big deal my whole life, but it definitely took a toll on me mentally. Mm -hmm. And so right now with stress, I typically eat my emotions and um, as do most of us yes uh, unfortunately i used to work out my emotions and <laughs> well you know covid so yeah. we just blame it all on covid yes. these days but i'm just i'm just so fatigued mentally and emotionally that i don't i don't want to work out and so eating is my comfort now and it's usually something salty and something sweet. It's mm-hmm. not like I really yep. crave a, a green smoothie or whatever. Right. It Also, if you do crave a green smoothie, totally fine. But Amazing. I know very few people that do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, tell me what your secret is. You do. <laughs> so, yeah, having that different perspective of like I, I keep catching myself after you told me about that one day. I was like, OK, I, I like that perspective. I'm going to try that. And so I caught myself almost every food item I labeled good or bad. And then that traveled on to me. I'm good or bad. I'm doing good. I'm doing bad. 
And so when I said, Ooh, I, you know what? I've had a lot of things today that aren't super nutritious, you know, a, full, a day full of bagels and chips and mm -hmm. whatever else. And so, all the good things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, there, there's that word again. <laughs> See? <laughs> Delicious. Things. Delicious things. I was like, you know what? Um, I think my body could use something more nutritious. And it was such a healthier way than before I would have said, wow, you've been eating a lot of garbage. You need, you have to eat something good. Right. And so this way I felt like I was doing, I, I was appreciating my body and I was um, doing it because I wanted to and not because I felt like I had to. Right. Um, and it just makes the world of a difference. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When I first learned about the nutritious or less nutritious thing, that was something that kind of opened my eyes in a sense of like, I didn't realize how much our world revolves around food, at least in America. Mm, yes. Like, especially like when you're a kid, if you like, if you have a birthday party, you get cake and ice cream. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, if you do good on it, yeah, celebration. If you do good on a test, then you go out for ice cream. Food was a reward. Food was a reward for good things that you did. So then you naturally were like, if mm. I'm good, then, or if I'm bad, that's, you know, so it just, I didn't realize that until I had that conversation and I just, it opened my eyes so much to all the good and bad that people were feeling. I'm not the only one because yeah. you're also <laughs> as well. And not even in the same sense of like, you know, eating disorders, but just how you think about food is very yes. similar. With all of that, I also thought about how different we are also with food. Mm -hmm. So you are a vegan. Mm -hmm. And so you're food vegan conscious. Vegan I conscious. Have, I do apologize. Have some seafood sometimes. She has some seafood. <laughs> and you know what? If you want all the meat in the world, that's yep. totally fine too. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, so, but just our intake of types of food are very different. Mm -hmm. So, especially with my eating disorder, recently I've just been working on eating at all. Mm -hmm. So I haven't specified what to eat. Less or more nutrition, it doesn't really matter at this mm -hmm. point right now, just because I'm working on having food so it kind of just like shows like where we are is still very different even as we're talking about it and being conscious about it of how i'm just trying to eat in general mm -hmm. and you have eating down pretty well from my understanding but you're you're kind of wanting to you know bring in the lesser more nutritious parts yes which is really interesting to me all of this leads around to things such as the body Yes. How do we feel about the body today? Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> dang you for bringing that up. <laughs> it always leads around to it because that's where a lot of it comes from. Well, um, I'll go off into a little tangent. Yeah, so the other day I, um, I decided to go through my closet. And um, I've been saving a lot of the clothes that fit me before pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And I'm um, thinking, okay, well, after pregnancy, I'll, you know, I'll lose weight to get back into that. Right. And so, luckily, throughout through this pandemic, I haven't really had to worry about clothing much. You know, I put on a, a big T-shirt to go into work, you know, in my home office. <laughs> um, so, I haven't had to put on, like, jeans very often. Yeah. And so, I went through my closet and uh, it was – I definitely shed a few tears because I tried not everything, but I tried a lot of it on. And I think – one, I have a shopping problem, I realized. <laughs> um, well, that's a totally that's different... That's another... Yeah, we'll, we'll have another discussion about that. Luckily, I do like thrifting. But anyway, 
Um, so yeah, I have like probably 75% of my closet folded on the floor right now because it doesn't fit. And so right now I'm in the process of um, figuring out what to do with it. Box it up, put it in the attic, or just sell it. Mm-hmm. Start fresh. Because um, I'm kind of realizing just now, like as of like the last couple weeks, I'm not sure if I will ever get back into those clothes. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I'm working on trying to be okay with that. Yeah. Because I have a different body shape. Right. You know, like my my hips widened after having a baby. Right. I've gained weight probably from many factors, but um, you know, this might be your settle weight? My or like your settle settle body? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um so it's just like god, my body's just changed so much in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And and cuz my baby is one and four adorable. months. Adorable. <laughs> Your baby's adorable. That's We're all like, I gotta say. Babies. <laughs> <laughs> <Food> babies. <laughs> um, but sorry, I went off on a tangent. No, um, that's, to- that's what that's for. So it was, um, it was really sad putting on clothes that didn't fit me. I felt, you know, I was spilling out of them. It was really, it was really sad, especially because I used to feel so confident in those clothes. Mm-hmm. So... Right now, it's like minute by minute. One day, one minute, I'm like, I'm really happy with my body. I feel good with it. Um, And other days, I'm like, oh, come on, get it together. Like, you need to shed some of this poundage. Poundage. Um, (laughs) I love the usage of the words there, poundage. Yeah. I don't know if that's a real word. (laughs) I don't think it is. Sure. I'm sure it is. Let's go with it. (laughs) So it's, I'm working on it. Um. But it's definitely an, an up and down, depending on what I'm wearing or... Yeah. It's always changing. Yeah. What about you? How are you feeling? I, this is the one thing that, from food, that I actually discussed. You guys are getting it really bright and early because it's uh, discussed on Monday <laughs> with my therapist. Um, so I just found that on Sunday this this week, it was pretty chilly out. Um, it had, it was like, it wasn't... Okay, I said chilly. It was like 75, but it was windy. Yes. Um, so normally with that, I normally will wear like a long sleeve and like chilly a for light jacket. Yeah, mm-hmm. chilly for Texas. <laughs> um, so I normally wear like a long sleeve, like a little tighter of a long sleeve, and then I wear like a fluffy jacket over it. Mm-hmm. So on Monday, I was running a little bit late. So I put on, you know, do a horse therapy. So I put on some leggings and a tighter shirt because I was going to put on a jacket because when I looked at the temperature, it said 75 and I was like, probably going to be similar to yesterday. So I put everything on and um, except for my jacket, I held it to just see and I get outside and I lock up and I walk downstairs and it's hot Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh no, I can't wear this jacket. And I'm like, okay, so I can't wear the jacket. I have skin-tight leggings on. I have the skin-tight shirt on. I'm showing all the rolls. <laughs> it's just all out there. And I'm, like, thinking this whole ride, it's a 45-minute ride out to this therapy place. And I'm like, oh, no, these people are going to see me in some skin-tight clothes with all my rolls out, and it's just going to be a mess. Here <laughs> and I am. Here I am. And I can't take off my, uh, my – or I can't put my jacket on. Because it's so hot. I mean, like, it was, mm. I would have had, you know, heat stroke. So I was like, okay, heat stroke might be a little dr- dramatic there, but <laughs> I would have been extremely hot. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to deal and I'll tell her, you know, 
sorry for wearing the clothes. And as soon oh. as I had that thought, my heart dropped. Oh. And I was like, Amanda, you don't need to apologize for clothes. No, that makes me so sad. Yeah, you don't need to apologize because you were wearing You should clothes. say, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome for how I look yes. today. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I had that thought. And I, growing up, didn't really have a lot of um, self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. But it definitely grew in college. And I didn't know... I didn't really know it was an issue. Like I said, I didn't know that my food thing was an issue or anything like that. So, and then on Monday when that happened, I was just like, this is not good. Like Mm. this is, this is one of the reasons, it has to be one of the reasons for the food. And so I like walked into that therapy session and I sat down and I was like, I'm going to tell you something. And I think this is something that we need to lead this session with. She's like, okay, what is it? And I was like, I was coming in here thinking I need to apologize for how I look today. And she goes, well, first off, I know you know this, but you never apologize for anything that you wear, ever. <laughs> I don't care what you wear. I don't care what you, you know, nothing. You never apologize for what you're wearing. You're wearing clothes. So Love there her. you go. <laughs> yeah, she's she's amazing. And then um, I went into it a little deeper. I was like, I'm not apologizing, but this is just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, so that might be an issue that we need to address. <laughs> you know, that might be a body issue and that can lead into food issues and that can lead into this and that. So it was it was just a little bit of an eye-opener of mm. all the things that I had done in the past. I used to not go to pools because I didn't want to show off my body and I didn't want to go out and because I didn't have, like... And I had never been a bigger wow. size. Like, I've, I'm now bigger because of how my body is settling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also used to work out three hours a day because I was an athlete. Right. So as soon as my body started changing, I just didn't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't learned because I was like, oh, I'll just get back into shape. And so I don't really need to change anything. Kind of like you with your clothes. Like, right. I'll just eventually get back there. I'll eventually get back there. Mm-hmm. And now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, is it really healthy to be back there when I'm... Right. Older and, you know, like, I'm not working out three hours a day anymore. I was in, like, peak shape because I had I had a job of being an athlete. Right. So, by the way, I'm talking about You were also college. very young. <laughs> yes. And I was also very young. So, my metabolism yes. was a little higher. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm just now, delving, like, delving into that section of body image and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it is very mentally straining to constantly think about. Absolutely what you look like i feel that for everything we need like a two-hour podcast about body image i know we're we're gonna do one with some tissues involved oh gosh (laughs) here we go (laughs) a little Um, warning i did a question did pop up in my mind um for you when do you think i know you just now realized that it was your relationship with food wasn't healthy but like when do you think that started have have you had like the restricting and binging since you were a kid or when, when do you think that? Um, so my household, um, didn't have the most nutritious, Mm -hmm. I would say, um, just like we're not doing good or bad, but I didn't have the most nutritious, um, food because we were always traveling. I did travel volleyball. So it just, it was always every weekend we were gone. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really have a lot of, you know, time to really sit down and do all the things and so I noticed that I didn't know how to eat I didn't really learn the nutritious ways of eating and so as I was trying to figure out college 
well, college, you have cafeteria food and you, mm-hmm. you know, sneak snacks in. And it's like noodles for days and all the ramen that you can get. And oh, so, yeah. so like all of that, you just kind of don't really learn the most nutritious way. And so when I came out of that, I kind of, my sister did a really good job. I went to live with her for a little bit in South Carolina and she did a really good job of like alternating foods and all of this stuff for the family, but it just seemed like so much work. Mm -hmm. And so it was so hard to like narrow down then living on your own and doing it for yourself and all of that. So I guess it started probably when I was in college about sophomore year. Mm I gained my freshman 15 like everybody does. Okay. That's normal <laughs> um, because you're, you know, you're in a new environment. You're not doing as much stuff. Your family is not providing the food for you. So I definitely gained my freshman 15. And then I noticed it because for volleyball, you wear skin tight mm-hmm. clothes to play in. And so it's very noticeable when you have a little pooch, mm-hmm. as I call it, or a little belly. <laughs> um when babies have it, it's adorable. Yes. <laughs> Why isn't it cute anymore? I know. Um, I'd be so cute. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so just with the little pooch and everything, I uh, I just noticed myself stop eating, mm. which is not healthy for a you know I was somebody constantly as active as you playing are. yeah all day every day and when I wasn't playing I was in the gym either lifting or doing you know conditioning and. Our gym had no air conditioning. Wow. So in North Carolina, you think it's not that hot, but if it's even 85 outside, which is pretty normal, it's roughly 95 to 100 in the gym because there's no air circulation. And so we had a school-regulated weight Mm weigh-ins before and after practices. So before practice, I would have to weigh in, and after practice, I would have to weigh in to make sure that we didn't lose a certain percentage body of our weights so that it's like um, if you lose a certain percentage, you weren't allowed to practice. Oh, wow. We had girls, like, fainting and stuff like that. So to prevent that, we started doing weigh-ins. So I think that was probably another thing that you don't really think about is, like, weighing You're in. Constantly checking constantly. your weight. For two, and it's it was only two weeks, but two solid weeks every day. Wow. Every time you went into a practice, we were having two a days. So four times a day, we were weighing ourselves to make sure that we were staying in, within the range of what we started at. That's got to affect you. Yeah. So then once that happened, I became friends with, like, the younger crowd. And, you know, I'm only a sophomore at this point, but, like, you know, new freshmen come in and you're like, oh, let's be friends. And, of course, they come in, like, all young and hip and haven't gone through their freshman 15 yet and so then you just start to compare and so yeah so it just started from there and that I think is when I seriously cut back on the eating aspect Mm -hmm. and it became a serious issue I lost a lot of weight and even on some of like my Instagram pictures from way back when please don't go research them um (laughs) (laughs) there was even a picture that my friend was just like you're so skinny here and I was like I didn't even realize it at the time, but if you look at the difference from healthy me versus skinny me, it's Mm. even 15 pounds is a very big difference because I wasn't big to begin with. Even when I had my little pooch, I was not, I was not big. Mm -hmm. And so just all of that, I think really started it and kicked it off for me. And then as I went through college, I got a boyfriend and, you know, I have to look good. I have to, Mm -hmm. I have to stay on this track. I have to be, you know. 
So it just, it started out that way. And I didn't realize it at the time. I didn't think anything of it. I knew that not eating was not good. Right. <laughs> um, but I didn't know how, I didn't think it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, within the last year from the possibly faintings and all of those things and the higher anxieties, I noticed that a lot of it came revolving around food. And so, wow, where it all began. Wow. And <laughs> was that something that you just, because I know it's a recent discovery yes. for you. Yes. So is it like within the last few weeks that you realized that's when it started for you? Um, or? Actually, yeah. Just now talking about it. It just... I knew when talking to, like, my therapist, it was revolving around college time. Because mm-hmm. I remember being in high school and not really having any cares. I remember my friends saying things like, you know, I'm so big or whatever. And I was just like, no, you're not. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Which, by the way, probably doesn't validate their feelings at all in that moment. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, we're all young. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're okay. And we were. We were all fine. Um, But it just... I didn't really take it into account in high school and then college started and I remember just everything happening kind of all at once. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a couple things happened around that time that I think really probably pushed it along a little bit, starting on certain medications. Mm -hmm. I think it just everything kickstarted it. And as soon as I got a little bit of weight, I was like, maybe the girls in high school knew what they were talking about. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Which they didn't. (laughs) But, but, you know, it just it kind of all loops back around. So in the last couple of weeks, I've just I've honestly just within the last month figured out it was an issue. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And I say that lightly, meaning like I always knew my relationship with food wasn't great, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was as severe as it was Mm -hmm. until I got through all the other stuff that I had been having issues with. And then I got peeling back the layers and I got down to not my last layer by any means, but Mm -hmm. a little bit deeper in of the onion and, um, (laughs) and just noticed that it was a little bit more severe than I Mm -hmm. had originally tended. So now that's kind of just, I kind of focus on one thing at a time, and that's kind of just my focus right now is just eating, <laughs> making sure it's that a good you're focus. making sure that you're eating. It happens three times a day, <laughs> more if you're doing like the snacks too. So it's just I talked to my therapist about it, and one of the things that she said was, she's like, it's very hard, and and the reason it's hard is because you're adding something to your life. Mm-hmm. When you think about like addictions or Things that are, like, negatively from the outside in. Mm -hmm. Things that you get from the world, shopping and all of that. It's stuff that you want to cut out, right? So you want to cut out alcohol. You want to cut out drugs. Those are all extremely hard to do. But it's also extremely hard to add things into your life when you're not used to the change, the Mm -hmm. constant need to do it. Food is something that you have to have to live. Right. And to add that in... When you don't do it, <laughs> it's not the easiest. So that's how she kind of explained it to me because I was just like, why is this so hard for me? Right. I don't understand why this is so hard. It's something that I need. Why logically is it not making sense? I'm, you will find out in this podcast, I'm a very logical person <laughs> or I try to be. So I was like, I just don't understand my logical brain. Mm-hmm. It's just not making any sense of why I, I can't just do it. Why not just do it? And she's like, 
Well, one, we all know that that's not how this works. <laughs> we have gone through this <laughs> multiple times. She's also very sweet. She doesn't say it like that. She mm-hmm. says it in a way of very loving and, like, caring. But she's like, it, you can't just change overnight. It's just not going to work. Right. And if you do change overnight, it's not going to stick. Yeah. So just trying to figure out how to eat. And do you think it helps or is healthy to, like, I don't know if you do this, but, like, celebrate the small wins? Like, do you celebrate when you do eat? or So you're supposed, you're supposed to food. I haven't gotten there yet because it's mm-hmm. so hard to mentally wrap around the fact that I even ate. Mm. So right now, sitting down and eating is a is an anxiety trigger for me. Wow. Um, so with doing that, the thought of celebrating eating makes sense, but it's so hard for me to remember in my mind to do that because right. I'm just trying to get through the process of doing it. Yeah. So getting through the process of eating is just like, that takes up all your energy. All my energy. All, and yeah. my brain just can't go or function further than that. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, yeah. Understandable. It is somewhere I want to eventually be celebrating that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought about it the other day. I sat down and I don't even remember what I was eating. I think I just had some chips. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm eating. Oh, my gosh. You did it. I did it. <laughs> and then the thing is, is, like, you can't control thoughts. And mm-hmm. so, like... The thought of like, well, you're eating chips, Amanda. Come on, and of I'm course. like, nope. Those habitual nope. patterns yep. coming. <laughs> yep. So it's just trying to make sure I'm eating and just loving myself for eating. Yes. All right. So we're gonna take a little bit of a break, but part two is out now. <laughs> 